Well, hello and welcome to the TraderCobb Crypto Podcast. Yeah. Well, 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 well. What indeed has happened today on this fine day? Well, I can tell you that I woke up this morning with a heck of a nice move. I told you yesterday I got long dot uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, what was it? What's today? Thursday, I think. Uh, it was Tuesday. A couple of losers, losing half a percent. Uh, yesterday, we had Uniperp, I think it was, and uh, Dot that set up beautifully well in the cradle zone on that eight hour. And bingo, baby girl, we got a one of one pretty quick. Uh, it occurred during the hours where I was, um, oh, look, got to be honest, I was just sort of frothing on the Olympics. Um, <laughs> It's very easy to do at the moment, and God bless them. What an amazing group of people they are. And I just look at that, and, you know, I, I see that as, you know, what, like I, th- I thought last night, like, what is it about the Olympics that, that, that draws out, I suppose, such emotion? And, I mean, look, I, I will openly say this, right? Like, you know, maybe it's because, you know, we've been in lockdown or I don't know, but, you know, I will just say straight up, I have not cried as much as I have cried. And when I say cried, I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, your eyes are welling up and you can, you'll have a tear drop down. You're not going, you're not full on crying. But I tell you that if I had have made the decision to actually go into a full on, let it all out, cry and blubber like a baby, then it was there. You know, it was there. And I, I asked myself, why? You know, if I watch the Wallabies and, and they're in a, you know, they're in a big game, I don't get to the point of crying. I mean, look, let's be honest, when the Reds beat the Crusaders back in, when did I come back to? Well, I think it was 2011, maybe, when I came, well, I think it was 11. We came back from London and we won. It was the first time the Reds had ever got a trophy. Yeah, I had the same thing. I had tears rolling down. I wasn't crying, crying, but I, I was definitely filled with pride and emotion. I went, what, why, why is it? What is it about the Olympics that that, that gets that gets us? And I, I, I know when I speak that it's not just me. And I'm not trying to be some macho man that doesn't cry. I will say I don't often cry, uh, and it's not because I don't. It, it, you know, I wouldn't encourage it to let some emotion out at times. It's just maybe it's, you know, my age, I'm 37. Maybe it's just the way I was brought. I don't really know. But it's for me, it's difficult to actually get that, you know, that full on release of, you know, when your body takes over and you're just part of the ride. And when it does happen, oh, my goodness, doesn't it feel great? Um, well, it it feels great if it's a release. It doesn't feel great if it's over something extraordinarily uh, tragic or traumatic. So I don't want to, you know, if anyone's having a hard time, I don't want to, you know, play that down. But I think the reason, and I, I, spent a bit of, I spent a bit of time thinking about this. As a matter of fact, last night I didn't actually, it took a while to get to sleep as I was pondering. I think it's because when you look at these athletes, you know, you know uh, how hard they've trained. And maybe you don't. I mean, I, I've played rugby for a long time. I played water polo. Uh, I, I was a competitive swimmer. Uh, some of the guys that I used to, uh, guys and girls that I used to swim with back when I was 17, 18, went on to, uh, one of them went to the Olympics in Sydney 2000 for backstroke. A number of them went on to, you know, the trials and that sort of thing, just falling short. But at a high level, I was swimming at a high level. 
and surf lifesaving and all these different sports. And I trained, you know, I was training 12 to 14 times a week uh, at certain times leading up to an event. Uh, you know, you, you back off, you tend to lighten the training and then you pick it up gently as you approach an event so that you don't, well, you don't break, essentially. You don't push your body too hard and catch a cold that, you know, you, you get to an elite, you get to a certain level and you, you, you have to manage things in a certain way, according to what coach says. Anyway, it's the fact that someone who does like, let's say pole vault, right? It's a great sport to watch. And wasn't the pole vault final amazing? That Swedish dude, oh my goodness. What a confident player that guy was. The Yank, what a perfect American jock he was. But looked great, did the right thing. What a wonderful what a wonderful thing. They embraced each other. Epic. A pole vaulter is training hardcore for not just four years, because in this case, of course, the Olympics are pushed back, so it's five years. He, and that sport's been around for a very long time, he or she is training for something that is never going to make them fame or fortune. It is not a sport that is that relevant aside from the Olympics. Nobody watches the world titles unless you are a massive sporting fan and the diminishing factor of athletics drops significantly outside of the Olympics. They do it because they want to. They want to raise themselves to the pinnacle of that sport. And when you see them win, and winning doesn't mean gold because people can win a bronze medal. People can win a silver medal. People can win a gold. People can be disappointed with bronze, silver, not gold usually. But when you see that, that passion, that joy, that all this work, it really strikes a chord because they're not doing it for financial gain. They're doing it because that's what they want to do. And that, I believe, is the reason that we find such emotion when we watch these athletes do what they do, and I really draw inspiration from it, and I think you should too because the world is there for you to take. It's up to you to take it. If you're not happy with the position you're in, well, guess what? You can turn it all around in a few years' time, but it takes commitment, work ethic, and that's about it, and the right people around you. So there you go. There's my yarn on the Olympics. And I know it's taken a little while to get to the actual markets, but I just, you know, sometimes things just struck cool with me. And, uh, and that one did. So there you go. So yesterday when I put the podcast out, I did talk about the fact that I wanted to see a Bitcoin close up on the day. I said, I hope tomorrow morning I wake up and Bitcoin's up. And what do you know? It was 4%. In fact, there is now the potential for the higher low. That is part one or part two of the series. Remember, part one was moving up. Part two was pulling back. Part three is the turnaround, which we saw yesterday. We need the higher low. Hopefully, this is the higher low. And part the next part is pushing on to a new higher high, in which case we break above $42,624. Now, the high of Bitcoin today is $39,986. Let's call that 40000 and let's say that it hasn't done it because it hasn't. Pushing out through 40000 is an important thing for Bitcoin. It's got to continue to carry on. We're at 38824 right now, down 2.28%. Ethereum yesterday, what a cracker of a day it had, huh? 
8.76% up so far. We are down 1.8% at $2,677. Not too much of a pullback given yesterday's stellar move. XRP, 71 cents. Yesterday, it was up 2.5%. Yeah, there's a bullish candle right there in that cradle zone. The problem that I've got is that there is not that much of a daily uptrend. And even if it was, as a cradle trade suggests, based on the essential rules, the next time frame needs to be trending as well. And the two-day is not. As I say, it was up 2.5% yesterday. It's now currently at 71% down. Sorry, 71 cents down 1.82%. Bitcoin Cash didn't have a huge day yesterday, up 1.36%. Today, down 2.28, so undoing the gains. $533.35 is what it's going to cost you to buy one Bitcoin Cash. DOT had a great day yesterday, up 9.91%. I've managed to profit from that, as have many within the Trader Cobb crypto community. It's down 1.7% today, looking strong, I will say. It needs to push to a new higher high on that daily, getting above $20. It's at $18.81 as I speak now. Litecoin pulled back in. Bullish candle yesterday up 3%. It's currently at $139, down 2.5%. Not much more to really speak of when it comes to Bitcoin's silver. Dogecoin was up yesterday, 2.75%. It's one of the most confused, messy, ugly charts on the top 10 right now, and that might have something to do with the potential market players. I don't know. But either way, it's at 19.8 cents, down 1.7%. Binance yesterday had a great day, 3.5% up. It's pulling back a little bit today, but only 1.6%. We've pushed above, well, sorry, we haven't pushed above uh, 3.30 today. We're at 3.29 and 24 cents, down 1.7%. Cardano, well, yesterday up half a percent, but don't forget the day before, up 4.7. We're at $1.36, down 1% right now, and there is a little bit of resistance starting to show around $1.39.2. If it can pop up through that, we might have a little bit of something something to work with. Uniperp yesterday taking out the, the, the reins of the best of the best in the top 10, just behind dot perp. And Uniperp, just for the record, was the other option that was available on that eight hour uh, for a long trade. Now, I went for dot. I did not go for Uniswap, but Uniswap, uh, 0.2% more of a move yesterday than dot. So clients had their options. Many took both. I did not. I took one. It's at $23.16, up 1.6, sorry, down 1.6% today. But of course, yesterday's 10.4% move taking out the gold medal for the top 10 movers for the day. So I'll say it again. I would love nothing more than to see and to wake up with one thing. I'd love to see Bitcoin from where it is now push on up through $40,000. And the reason why is twofold, not just because I want to see it go higher, but because now on the four hour, we have had a pullback and a push up through 40000 would give us a higher low and then a higher high if we were to break that level. Therefore, bringing the lower time frames in for someone like me who is a trader and wants to follow trends. Guys, if you want to learn about more, sorry, if you want to learn more about what we do, please visit tradercob.com com and get yourself onto the free course. Take it easy. Have a great day. Bye for now.